previously on Live at 605. You can do it. Don't give me a slow clap. I'll fucking kick you. You know what one thing I would love to happen in my life? Go. I, re- I want me to do something in front of a group of people and then no one reacts at all. And then you know what starts happening? What? A slow clap? I can do that. And then everyone starts going crazy. Nobody's going to do that. Oh. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. to live from a chilly downtown Ugh. Toronto. This is live at 6.05, and we are back. We're almost at the halfway point of season seven. It feels like it's gone by so quickly. I know. I was telling you that earlier this week. I'm like, oh, it feels like this season's crazy. Like, we're on episode five. Next week's episode six. Then we're halfway through the whole season. Yeah, that is how numbers work. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, man, I feel like we took a week off from, like, crazy things happening and partying. So I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about There's this There's so week. much to talk about. There is, but I feel I don't know how you feel, but my brain feels like it's fried today. I feel like I've taken a week's worth of NyQuil and lost all my memories. <laughs> so. Oh, funny how I told you that I didn't want you to get <laughs> hooked up on that scissor ah, purple the best, drink. The best sleeps I ever had are on NyQuil. Guys, if you want a Val's life tip, wait, what is it? Oh, that's a valid point. Oh, you know that's a valid point. If you want one of those... You can take one cup or one shot of NyQuil for the best sleep you'll ever have in your life. There you go. I don't know if we have the valid point sting anymore. We, oh, we lost it in the great um, hard drive loss of 2014. Jesus. I'll see if I can maybe make you a new one. You but. know what the worst part about that is? I lost so many projects. Yeah, I lost equally. We had stuff together shared. That's because you hoard my computer. Now we're using my computer. No, now you're using your computer. Listen, these are communal computers. <laughs> that I never use. You're using it every day. That, my computer. Listen, you. Yes, mister. I, I should also point out when I got the iPad... John equally rejigged it all for his login. <laughs> Only reason why I rejigged it was because I'm like, oh, I have more music, so maybe you want more music on it. Did no. I not right away be like, oh, I apologize. Here, let's do all your stuff right now. It's like, I won't help you pay for the iPad, but I will rejig and put all my logins on Anyways. Ah, what's well, this week about? I don't know. I, I, I have some notes of stuff. But... I have some Crazy things have been happening around the world these days. And I feel like coming off the Golden Globes, it's fair to do a headlines episode, a questions episode, because we haven't done one in season seven yet. That's true, but we have to give out all our contact information first. You're up first, Captain. Uh, I still had no new followers on Instagram, <laughs> so I might even just stop giving out my Instagram, even though I give good pictures, such as like my John Waters picture. <laughs> But you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malin Camp. You get more followers on Twitter than I do. That's true, because I make more jokes. I use Twitter more. You use Instagram more. Yeah. But we, if we have time, we might play a new game called Is It a Thinker or a Stinker, where I read, I read tweets or Facebook statuses I've posted, and you tell me if they're good or bad. <laughs> uh, so there's that. What's all your contact info? Uh, you can reach me, and thank you again, because more people added me on Instagram and oh, on really? Twitter. Um, it's Val Gomez 23. You can find me. I've posted some fun party pics and just like around town pics. So, yeah. 
But I realized I must be hungry or my brain must hurt because I didn't even promote the Facebook stuff. First ah. Facebook.com slash live605 for pictures, comments, questions, concerns. If you go there, you can see our WordPress account. I believe it's live605.wordpress.com. And you can see our top 10 albums and songs and movies of 2014. Mm-hmm. You can also, what we're trying to push is, if you go to iTunes to download the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. But also leave a rating or a comment because it helps Please. us get more traction and news and noteworthy. So yeah. uh, that's it. And uh, live at 605 at gmail.com if you want to send us like an inappropriate email or a dick pic or something. I don't, I <laughs> no, don't know. No, please do not do that. No. Right? Uh, so I guess we do have a lot to talk about. I don't know. Do you have Do you have any sponsors this week or anything? Um, I'm trying to think what happened this week that's worthy of a sponsor. Not worthy of a sponsor. Do you have any? Originally, I would say no, but two things happened to me today. Uh-oh. And they, I know I'm not supposed to talk about these, but they involve taking the subway and going to subway. Shocking. But this one, you'll you'll like, you'll appreciate both. It's not like I was on the subway and I was like, oh, there was like, a, oh, I just sacked my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Is that what happened on the subway, on the way to subway? I racked my nuts. Yeah. No, no, no. So... I, it was so cold and snowy today, I took the subway down to Union Station, and I was going to go take a streetcar to work. Okay. And there's two streetcars that go down for people who aren't familiar with Toronto. If you're at Union, there's a 509-510. 510 goes to Spadina, the 509 goes to where I, close to where I work. Okay. So anyways, uh, first is a big lineup for the 510. Everyone gets on that to go down t- uh, to wherever that one's going. Mm-hmm. Next, there's like me... And like one other guy, and there's a 509 streetcar waiting behind the 510. So it's like, it's waiting behind, so I can't get on yet. Yeah. What does this one asshat do? He walks over to the 509 streetcar, uh, and he proceeds to like stand on the track and talk to the streetcar conductor for like five minutes, so which means he doesn't get a chance to roll around to the safe area. Oh, me- no. And then he's just like, oh, if I want to go here, do I get on this streetcar? Do I get this? And I'm like, jump on the goddamn streetcar. So the guy can move forward 10 feet so I can get on safely. He's then holding everyone up. Uh, So that kind of sucked. He then proceeded to talk to the streetcar conductor the whole ride. And he was standing next to the streetcar conductor, blocking people from getting off the front of the streetcar. What a dickwad. So that kind of annoyed. Just like streetcar subway etiquette. I've talked about it before. I hate the subway. But then, you know, it really got my gears going today. This one's even worse. I downplayed the whole streetcar thing for the... So I'm hungry. I'm busy at work today. I'm doing stuff like Bachelor promos, mm-hmm. which is a great season I want to talk about a little bit later on. Okay. American Horror Story finale promos, which, again, is a great season. I highly suggest you watch it. Okay. And I'm working so hard that I'm like, oh, it's 1 o'clock. Actually, it's one oh nine. It's past my lunchtime. Uh-oh. I'm like, I need to go get me a sub. I got to go fuck with a sub, right? So it's cold and it's snowy, and I'm walking across the street, and I'm getting close to the subway. Yeah. And what do I see at the front entrance? I took a picture, and I will post this on Facebook. Okay. As I'm walking up to the front entrance, some douchebag dickhead tied their dog to the front entrance door, right to the handle. Uh-oh. So if I want to get inside, I have to walk up, grab the door where a little yappy dog's jumping out my legs, open the damn door. Oh, what does the dog do? Well, it's cold outside. That motherfucker runs inside. Oh, no. So now Not your thing to deal with. What am I supposed to do now? Do I have to, I have to shoo him back out? Do I leave him no, in? No, leave him in. So what I did was, first of all, I was like, this Do you damn, know whose dog it is? Yeah, it was some um, chick's dog. Because what happened <laughs> was, 
I saw this from a distance. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. I went, opened the door. The dog starts jumping on me. It jumps inside. And you know what I did? What? I didn't hurt it, but I took my foot and I tried to push his, like, skull outside of the, the thing. <laughs> and then this woman ran up. She's like, my baby. You know, she's like, my dog. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of, like, stared at her. I was like, sorry, I'm getting in. Why wasn't she tied to, like, a pole or something? Because there's people in the world who think they're above the law. And they think that... Oh, you know what? There's all these trees and, and bike racks and poles that I could tie my dog to. No, you know what I'm going to do when it's busy inside the subway where I might spend 10, 15 minutes? I'm going to oh, tie my dog to the door handle. And here, I'll show you the picture. It's a, it might be a little blurry. Oh, I see. But tell me what you think. It's just like, who ties their dogs to the front door that everyone has to use, you know? That's just stupid. I would just like not even, like I would just let the dog in and like ignore it all. Here, here's the picture. I'll post this on Facebook. Tied right to the damn door. Yeah, that's fucking retarded. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. So that is my, like, stupidity sponsor of the week. This was a dangerously close to me saying, hey, watch your dog. I was very close to saying it. If I wasn't so goddamn hungry and tired, I would have done it. But I, I'm looking at this picture right now, and there's, in the distance, there's bike racks. There's poles you can tie the dog to. You can leave your dog at home if you want to, leave him on your balcony, all kinds of stuff. So people of the world, I get it all the time because there's definitely more dog lovers than, or even there's more animal lovers than there are people who despise animals, this such a, as myself. This is a good segue into <laughs> one of my headlines. Ooh, should we, should we get to one of your headlines and then we can just go talk about that. We have questions, like yeah. you said, we have stuff we did this week. So, okay, so I wanted, yeah, John's right. We have, like, a huge rundown of stuff to do, but just by nature of what his sponsor was goes perfectly into one of my headline guest stories for John, Debate of 2015. Okay. Um, so we always do, like, obviously it's a really turbulent time right now, like the attacks in Paris, mm -hmm. you know, they just uh, freed different, uh, I think, soldiers from Cuba or, like, political prisoners, I guess. Sure, let me ask you one question then. Yeah. Because all this stuff that's going on with, like, the interview and the Paris attacks, mm -hmm. right now it's, like, it's almost scary to want to, like, express yourself crea creatively. creatively. yeah. Do you feel, like, because we, we do a podcast, we yeah. do promos, we do, we're kind of in the same field as, like, yeah. us. Do you ever feel like, oh, my God, maybe we should watch what we say? I think we do watch what oh, we of say. Course. yeah. I think that's just it, though. Like, not to say, like, I'm all for freedom of speech. I'm all for, um expressing yourself artistically i guess i don't agree with some of the actual cartoons yeah um i think they they do like they are pretty poking out the, there yeah, and poking it the is bear, poking so. the bear to a degree and i know like that's not the first attack on yeah um charlie hebdo so i don't agree with it i don't think it's like a good thing but i equally think like some of the posters that I saw that came out of there were kind of intense to me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but having said that, on a lighter note, because, you know, the Bill Cosby's, the parachute. <laughs> and shout out, we actually had a download in Paris, France yesterday. Whoa. So. Um, obviously, we can talk about the Golden Globes later on mm. and everything. But yeah. there's just, like, a lot of heavier stuff going on in the world. But every now and then, John and I like to actually dumb it down for our listeners and, you know, give them the other stuff that is going on in the world these days. And yeah. one of them, speaking of pets, what do you think is the most beloved pet in the world? Uh, Seeing as you and I are both not animal most people. beloved pet in the world. Well, there is man's best friend, the dog. Yeah. But I think 
my guess would have to be a, I'm going to say a talking parrot. Okay. For those lonely people who are just like, I got no one to talk to. Let me talk to the parrot. <laughs> so you are quite off. It is not a bird. If you had to get married. Tasmanian devil. No. <laughs> if you had to get married to any animal in the world. What? <laughs> what would it be? You're trying to trick me into some bestiality question. Because next is going to be. So when you marry this animal and you go on the honeymoon, are you letting it suck on your dick or are you putting it in there? No. If I had to marry some animal? If you had to marry an animal, what would it be? I guess it would be a gerbil because, I mean, Richard Gere shoved that one up his ass and he seemed to like... Ew, did he? Didn't you hear that rumor? No. There's a rumor. This is this was the thing. It's funny. This is a rumor that started back in, like, I think the 80s before mm-hmm. there was ever an internet. And everyone's like, well, didn't you hear Richard Gere shoved a gerbil or a hamster up his ass? Ew. So I would say a hamster. Pretty woman. Gross. <laughs> so we were- okay, so there's this headline, um, obviously in Britain, because where else would crazy shit happen? Like Florida. This? Okay, so you ever heard the expression, the crazy cat ladies? Well, we have one who lives like five floors below us. Oh, yeah. So apparently this woman, Barbarella Bushner, celebrated her 10-year anniversary after marrying her two cats. So it was like a legal online ceremony, so she has a certificate and everything. Um, She's known these cats for 15 years, but she ended up marrying her cats after she went through like a really tumultuous breakup. So she's just like, they've always been so comforting to me, and like, I can always rely on them. And so... um, she thinks that they're soulmates, essentially, and she's like, they're the loves of my life. I want to marry them. So um, there was no ceremony, no act. Okay. Yeah. So she said it was like, um, there was no ceremony. There was no wacky outfits or anything. However, she did tell the cats she was going to marry them um, and bribe them with a tin of tuna, and they did not object. So she marries two cats. Who yeah. do you think the crazy pussy is in this situation? <laughs> uh, so do you think people like I I think the thing is is you and I are animal people, so it actually does disturb me when it's like people are like, Oh my cats. My kitties. My kitties. I think if this was like nineteen seventy two and you were all by yourself, I'm all for you marrying your cat. Mm-hmm. But it's twenty fifteen. There's something called the internet. And, and your <laughs> chat rooms and your Tinders and grinders. I mean, you can go out and just have like a, like an internet relationship with someone. What do you got to go marry two cats for? So I think it's just like, it, I, I completely agree. So one of the questions that they asked this woman, Barbarella, was... How <laughs> I love her name, though. <laughs> Barbarella Boucher. Um, she asked, they asked, how is being married to cats different from being a regular old devoted cat owner. Mm-hmm. And so she says, let's get something straight first. Anybody who has a cat knows that there is no such thing as a cat owner. Okay? When you share your life with a cat, it's you that's being owned, and you're <laughs> the one that will serve the cat and cater to its every whim. If you're not happy with that, you need to get a dog. <laughs> so she says that... Um, she spoils them rotten, but she wouldn't go as far as to, or some people say they spoil them rotten, but they wouldn't go as far as marrying them. She's like, I don't think there's much of a difference. You know, most people these days are living in sin and not married. <laughs> so she thinks she's doing a better job than the rest of us. So let's just say you and I, we live together, but we're not married. We're going to hell. But the girl who is married to two cats is yeah. going to go see God at the pearly white gates. Exactly. When she's gone. 
What well, do you think? It's just like we have a lot of friends who have like cats and like Goulet is one of them, which I think is a pretty badass cat. I understand. I can understand why people like animals, dogs. Yeah. I can understand why you'd want to have a pet. They're yeah. affectionate. They give you love. You show them love. I understand that. But why do you got to marry? Why do you got to be that go that extra crazy? Like you can you can in your mind be like, I'm married to you, cat. But once you make it a news headline, that's when you've gone to crazy town. So like, do you think she has an actual romantic relationship? <laughs> like she's... Like is she seeing somebody else? Oh, I thought you meant was she, is she actually like eating no, cat's box ew. or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you think she's seen she anyone? She is not seeing anyone. <laughs> Shocker. And she's not planning on anytime soon. But hey, if the universe has got something in store for her, she'll find them soon enough. Spoken like a true cat lady. <laughs> that shit is crazy. That was good. I miss doing headlines sometimes. That was a good one. I try. Okay, so, like, I guess this week has been just, like, we went back to work. It was the first week back at work. Yeah, I do want to say one thing. Oh, a disclaimer. I, I have to apologize. Why? For one thing. Be oh! Because yeah. we do these uh, We do these previously on... No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, going. so I'm yeah. going to apologize. Okay. I do these previous, previously ons for each podcast where I just choose like a 10-second clip of the previous episode. Yeah. And the last previously on was me talking about... Uh, what the hell was I... The Gap. No, I was talking about if you go to like The Gap and you're like, there's some like teenager behind the counter and... And the guy's like, "How's your? How you doing?" And I'm like, "Good." And I'm like, "How you doing?" If he's like fantastic, I'm like, "No, you're not fantastic." <laughs> neither. If we were fantastic, we wouldn't be like next to each other in this like gap, returning my skin <laughs> yeah. But then when I realized when I cut it together, it sounded like I was saying, "Oh, you hate your job. Why would you?" Is ever- it the very John and Val Christmas? Uh, it's whatever last week's episode. No, it's um. No, no, it's no. the very last episode we did. Uh, wheelchairs and gonorrhea or whatever it was No, called. not crackers. But I felt that you... Here, like a 605. Obviously, I'm not doing great because I got to return some shit. And obviously, you're not doing great because you're working at this place that you probably don't want to be at. That's so horrible! I'll just take this out of the podcast then. You're so mean. No, I'm just saying. That's so mean. <laughs> There's that rich white guy talking all over <laughs> John okay. Allen. So, yeah, it, it sounded like I was talking about you hating your job, which obviously is not no. true. So I, I apologize because when you, you told me that, I'm like, oh, it does sound like that. Yeah. But, I, My favorite part is John is like, okay, so I'm like walking and I, I listen to the podcast in the morning on the way to work because I think they're a really great 20-minute commute. I literally get outside to like right outside the subway station. I'm like, what the? And then, like, I get to work, and our dear friend Adam, uh, man of the year, he's like, oh, my God, we're all talking shit about work. And I was like, I did. And then I was like, I come over, and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. And then you're like, didn't even know what the hell you're talking about. See, because that's why you're supposed to pick the previously on. (gasps) Although the one I already picked this week's previously on. Fine. It's when I do a slow clap, and you pretty much call me, like, a rich white guy again. Shocking. Yeah. (laughs) So I apologize for that. If, it, if you misunderstood that, obviously, uh, we I was talking about me going to the Gap and having to deal yeah. with people. But uh, since... This is the first week back to work, though, so John yeah. can't make any claims. I think the only thing is, is that after you do take, like, an extended holiday, like, for those of you lucky enough to have the Christmas or, um, I guess, the Hanukkah week off and stuff like that. Kwanzaa. Or Kwanzaa. Chinese New Year. Yeah. 
Ukrainian New Year's, etc. Exactly. Every all of those denominations. Whatever Irish of people things. celebrate <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, what you call it. So it was really nice to have two weeks off. However, it felt exceptionally longer yeah. to me. So going back to work this full week was like ten weeks crammed into one. Definitely. And it was just like we had been partying so much. Even this weekend we weren't home at all. And no, so it was just yeah. like Oh. This weekend, we can talk about this weekend. I was going to say one other thing, too, to end my subway story. Mm-hmm. After I deal with that dog, I was so tired and busy day. Have, when I get back to work, I dropped my damn Coke before I got oh, into the building. It no. splashed everywhere. I was like, oh. How many Cokes do you drink a week or a day? Uh, well, if I get subway twice, two to three times a week, then I have sometimes. Sometimes I get orange juice. It depends. If you had to give up Dr. Pepper for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or Coke once a week, what would you give up? Uh, I'd give up Dr. Pepper for the rest of my life. Really? To, to have a, I, it's one of those things where I could give, I would also, I would give up booze, alcohol, yeah, all that, like that. Yeah. If that, like, if I had to choose between giving up booze or giving up soda, yeah. give up booze easily. Oh, hands down. I love me some, I'd fucking love soda. If I could afford to buy Coke in a glass bottle for the rest of my life, I would. Yeah. But I have cut back on Coke. I used to be like two to three times a day. Like I went ham That's on the bananas. Coke. That's bananas. Yeah, now it's like once for dinner and maybe once at lunch. But not usually it's like either orange juice mm-hmm. or a Coke. My favorite is that Chad at work, he drinks like three cans a day or something. And now yeah. he's tried to give it up. And I was like, yo, Chad, how much water do you drink a day? And he barely skims a glass. Jesus. Right? Unless he puts like those Mio fruit filters drink. <laughs> drops in it and i was like you're gonna die in the desert and so he's like he's like no it's not so bad i'm like you have like the diet of a six-year-old kid which is quite reminiscent of john pre previous to val i was gonna say well i didn't have a lot to live for before you came along but that sounds really like morbid and crazy (laughs) but um here let's we did one article since you're talking about work i put it out there on twitter and facebook Mm -hmm. If you guys have a question, uh, send me a question. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So we have one from one of your coworkers, Ooh. a Mr. Bobby Ryan. <laughs> and now I'm assuming there's going to be a story behind this question. Okay. What so is it? So Bobby asked, follow him on Twitter. He's at Bobby Info, B-O-B-B-I-E Info. <laughs> he said, at Malin Camp, do you have a black dress shirt like, <laughs> like Adam? Adam from uh, our Live at 605 remote. Shout out to yeah. Adam and Bobby. <laughs> So I'll answer the question, then you can tell me what this means. Yeah. I do have a black dress shirt. Do you? I do. You remember my blue button-up dress yeah. shirt? I have a black one. I don't wear it as much because, A, it's far too sexual for the public. Like, <laughs> I look really good in it. Like, it just spews sexuality everywhere I go. Yeah. And also, the other problem is I'm really white, and black on white doesn't... <laughs> And my skin tone to that black shirt washes me out. But white I, on brown. White hey. on brown. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a long time from my Aunt Jay. You got to find um, earth tones look good on me. So your browns and your greens. <laughs> so basically you and money look good on me. <laughs> Spoken like a true rich white guy. Yeah. So is there, is there a reason why he would ask me if I wore a black dress shirt? So we always find that, um, and I do appreciate the fact that you called it out because you're more fair and like have um, like all of the undertones is black isn't your go-to. 
Um, I think you wear like black t-shirts and stuff, but I mm-hmm. actually haven't seen you in a black dress shirt in so long. I haven't. I do like it, but like I said, it's extremely sexual. <laughs> yeah. So the story behind this is that um, a lot of men, when and even this, this happens to me. I don't wear a lot of black either. I like you in black. See, but the minute I wear a black like black t-shirt or black sweater, everybody's like, "Oh, you're dressed up." Right? Oh. I'm like, uh, not really. I'm just wearing a black shirt because I can't find any more colorful ones. So the funny day was was that we had to do a presentation for our CEO, and Adam was in it, and mm. he was like, I'm going to dress up. And so, oh, no, 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 backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> Adam, this was the first shoot he had to do for me for two conferences, and he was producing them, and he had to, like, look really professional because these are all the people who would inevitably hire us for later gigs. Yeah. And so to look professional, he had his, like, skinny jeans on. Nice, I his, like. His, like, dress shoes on, and he wore a black button-up shirt. Yeah. Super professional. Like, he, he, Adam dressed as well, but he never I've wears. I've said that about the man. <laughs> I only saw him once dressed up as the guy from Up, but he's very well dressed. <laughs> He looked like he had some like something to give, something to offer. Yeah. So then, yeah, he wore his black dress shirt. And he looked really snazzy that day. And so then, follow upping that, or follow to follow that up, he ended up for a presentation for her CEO. He wore the same black dress shirt. Okay. And so we were like, "Oh my God, Adam, you should totally put a pocket square." Ooh. Because that that ups your ante, right? Yeah. And I told them the secret of your pocket squares. Yeah. Well, obviously, we didn't have a tie on tap. So we ended Why don't up putting you tie on the the pocket square thing. Oh. Your great idea. So DIY or D DIY DIY not, yeah, not DUI. Yeah. No DIY pocket squares is take any old ties that you don't want to wear anymore that people are just getting rid of, and then I literally cut them and fold the bottom of them and sew them. I haven't sewn one for you, but you ideally would sew the bottom of your tie, and it works as a perfect pocket square if you're just getting rid of old stuff. Um, so that's mm. the one. So I always do that for John for his different blazers and things. Yeah. But Adam obviously didn't have a tie, so we used a post-it note and made, oh, that, no. made that a yellow pocket square for I his like treasure. And I felt like our CEO took us extra seriously and loved everything we said just by nature of how snazzy Adam was dressed. That's, so th- that a- is the essence of the black dresser. That's that outside the box thinking that gets the <laughs> man gets his job done. Oh, hands down! Like I think we have to do another presentation, and I hope Adam puts like polka dots or something on said pocket square. I dig it. So, what do you want? Uh, we got we got Golden Globes to go over. We got headlines. We got more questions. We have the weekend we can talk about. Should what we do talk you want? About what do you want? Friday. Friday. Yes. Yes. So. What do we do Friday after work? Friday after work was, I feel like you and I go through different eras where we go and see a lot of movies, like over the course of a month or a couple months. So like right before we started dating and it was like, I don't know what year, how how long ago was that? Like 2009, April 28th, get your shit together. I thought you don't know. (laughs) No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. Um, would have been earlier. If, it's if, earlier. It would have been January. Oh, I think when did we start dating? No. Um, what you gonna call it? I know our anniversary ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you gonna call it? Before John and I started dating, right around Oscar season in two thousand nine, we went to go see all the two thousand eight um, Oscar films, and so it was like every week, like me, him, and like a couple of our other friends would like haul ass what? to various theaters. 
go and check out all the films. Mm-hmm. And this um, winter, it feels like we've been checking out a lot of films again. Mm-hmm. So this past Friday, we just wanted to go out. We went out for a nice dinner at a pub we like, downtown core, yeah. um, right around the Scotiabank Theater. And we went to go see... Dun, 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 Nightcrawler. <laughs> With Jake Gyllenhaal um, and Rene Russo. And Bill Paxton. And Bill Paxton, Which yeah. was the oddest casting ever. <laughs> yeah, basically he plays... Uh, how would you describe it? Jake Gyllenhaal is like this yeah. really... He's a go-getter who doesn't really have a job or a career. And he finds out that he really likes like live action news and he likes filming yeah. the crazy car crashes, police chases. Yeah. And he's obsessed with getting his footage on TV and mm-hmm. and he's like he's in the cutthroat world where he will do anything to yeah. make that next dollar. He's basically like um so the IMDb uh, synopsis is Jake Gyllenhaal who plays Lou Bloom is a driven man desperate for work. He muscles into the world of LA crime journalism but he blurs the line between observer and participant to become the star of his own story. Yeah. Aiding him in his effort is Nina, the TV news veteran, who is also, Rene Russo, is the wife of the director. Slash writer. Slash writer of the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how many fast benders do you give this ish? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. <laughs> I actually gave this film 9.5 Michael Fassbenders out of 10. Damn, how come? What do you, what, tell us why you liked it so much. I liked the movie a lot. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal, I feel like he's bringing his, like, indie game a lot. He's bringing sexy back. <laughs> so, I actually like him a lot. Um, I thought he was a really good, like, method actor. Um, he lost, like, 20 to 30 pounds for the role, I think. Yeah. And he did this thing where just to stay extra creepy, he didn't blink. <laughs> Or tried not to blink at all. And he just looked so strung out and, like, I don't know. I just believed him in his role. He was that, like, smart kind of, stop, <laughs> right? Smart, so creepy. I was trying not to blink at you. Right? It took you, like, 20 seconds to see that. Like, doing that. I don't know. He just had, like, I really like the writing of the um, film as well. Like, a lot of his monologues are really intelligent. I thought that, like, the supporting cast was really good. Like, the guy who played the intern I've never seen in anything else. He I, was really good as yeah, well. IMD beat him. He wasn't really in anything. No. Um, I think the weird thing was, was that like the movie was what? Just a little over two hours? Yeah. It was like the sweet spot. Give me a good two hour movie. Yeah. Perfect. Don't give me these two hour, 45 minute no. movies about people named Murph. <laughs> Fuck you, Interstellar. <laughs> Which I'm glad did not take any friggin' Golden Globes. Thank God. So, no, IMDb gave Nightcrawler 8.1. How many Fastbenders do you give it? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. I give it, um, I give it like a solid 8 point, 8.8 out of wow. 10 Fastbenders. So, do you like Whiplash more still? Whiplash? I don't remember what my rating was. I think Whiplash was in the 9s. Okay. It was definitely a 9-inch Fastbender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked, I liked... Uh, Nightcrawler. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal is great. I like the story. I thought yeah. it was, it was entertaining, riveting, mm-hmm. and uh, like again, I like original stories. This is a fairly original. Yeah. Uh, I just liked Whiplash better because I felt like it did more of the smaller. But I don't like. Obviously, Nightcrawler yeah. wasn't a big budget, but I still like the performances of Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Better than Rene Russo and Jake Gyllenhaal. I love totally. Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Renee yeah. Russo, insert any older actress here, and it right. would have been great. But having said that, I do like Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. I really liked him in that war movie he was in. What's that? Jarhead? What? Jarhead. I don't, I, we have to watch that in school. Really? Yeah, I don't even know why. Weird. Um, I couldn't tell if that was Jake Gyllenhaal's voice, though. Like, if he put on a voice to sound extra creepy? Maybe put on just to sound a little bit extra creepy. But, yeah, no, it was it was really good, and it was better than the last few I saw. Like, mm-hmm. Hobbit I liked, but I didn't understand. Yeah. Interstellar was a piece of garbage because people were named Murph. <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> That's your soundtrack. <laughs> Fucking did, Michael Keaton. I think, that, unless you want to say anything else about Nightcrawler. No. I think this is a good lead-in to the Golden Globes. Yeah. My favorite part of the Golden Globes last night. Oh. First of all, if you're watching the award seasons without... PVR, I feel sorry for you. Oh my god, that would have been long and fucking crazy. I don't know. Well, I don't know how people manage to watch these three-hour epic shows without having PVR to fast forward through people no. you don't want to see. But the best part, <laughs> rude. It's not like no, it's not like sense. Kevin Spacey's gonna be listening to me. Although they have a new House of Cards trailer today. Ooh. We should watch it. We should totally watch it. Uh, yeah. Anytime they mention Birdman, oh. we always what was. Well, you got excited. No, I was going to do it. Yeah, anytime you mentioned Bird... Anytime Birdman was mentioned last night, this is what Val and I did. Because if you've seen Birdman, the whole, like, music intro is like... It's like overzealous jazz, but, like, scat jazz. Yeah, scat jazz. Like, if you want a movie with the right amount of jazz, go watch Whiplash. You know what I was actually irritated about? But we didn't even see the Budapest Hotel. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Fucking, that should have won for best screenplay. Birdman won for best screenplay. Birdman won for best screenplay? Fucking hell. Uh, I'm not a big... Wes Anderson fan. No. I don't know. He's the Grand Budapest guy. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Whiplash should have won Best Screenplay. Bias. So, okay. So, some other th- things that won were, and again, John's right. Like, if we had to watch those in real time, that would have been like, I don't even know how we watch most things in real time. We don't. That's why I hate yeah. when people are like, oh, you watch sporting events, PVR? It's like, yeah. It's like, look, dude, I don't need to watch a 20-minute intermission where Don Cherry <laughs> says that the Senators dress like thugs. <laughs> or watching baseball. I don't need to see Buck, Buck Blunders teach me how to throw a knuckleball. So, <laughs> Okay, so uh, some winners are Michael Keaton won for Birdman. Bullshit. Bullshit. Um, Julianne Moore won for Best Actress. Bullshit. I don't even know what movie that she was Map in. Map to the Stars. Sure. Yeah. Um, Amy, Amy Adams won for Big Eyes. Bullshit. Which I did like the joke of Amy Poehler going to Emma Stone. For big eyes. Thought that that was really funny. Uh, J.K. Simmons, mm-hmm. best supporting actor. From Whiplash. Ooh. Full-blown realness. <laughs> Kevin Spacey won for House of Cards, which yeah. I actually really liked his speech. I felt like he brought his great Frank Underwood. Yeah, he was good in House of Cards. I approve this. Fargo won for best miniseries. Mm-hmm. FX show, one of ours, fantastic. Amazing, and uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, another. He was great uh, in Fargo. I'm trying. There's so many good like supporting actors in that show. Yeah. That it's just like it's hard. Yeah, but no, I was I was happy with that for sure. I think the one thing. So there was two two shows that I was equally intrigued about. One prior to the Golden Globes, and one uh, I guess post it was. The Affair, yep. which seemed to take everything 
for best drama for TV. Yeah. Which has Pacey from Dawson's Creek in it. And, and McNulty from The Wire. Does he? Yeah, he's like the main good guy cop. Or oh. is he good in The Wire? That's like the main Dominic West. So that's crazy. Who I think he's a dreamboat. So, um, whatchamacallit. So, yeah, the whole, that series won for best new drama or whatever. And then, um, whatchamacallit, the other show is Transparent. Yeah, it's got, what's the guy, Jeffrey Tambora? Yeah. Where he, like, comes out in the 60s as, as he, like, as transgendered, which I guess, if I correct me if I'm wrong or sorry if I'm wrong, but I believe it's when you identify... You're a male and you identify as a woman yeah. or you're a woman and you identify as a male. Yeah. And so it's him as like a 60-year-old something coming out as now like a woman totally. to his family and friends and this and that. I feel like that is a very 2015 topic. Yeah. Oh, well, you're not doing that in the 70s. No. And then I was like, oh, where is... It's not. It's Jake and the fat man, not Jake and the transgender <laughs> man. <laughs> but it was also like, obviously, two and tens for TV. It's an Amazon show. Yeah, the problem is I don't want to watch any Amazon shows because Why? I, I don't I don't feel that their quality is as good yet as like an AMC. Like it's got to be built up. But what about you watch like Netflix shows? Yeah, but Netflix Netflix has established itself to me as like high quality shows. The reason why I say I don't want to watch Amazon mm-hmm. is this transparent show. I'm sure it's really good. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of bad trailers. Like they basically there's a Zombieland Amazon show mm-hmm. where they where they took the movie Zombieland. I made it into a show. It's awful. Like, okay. there's a lot of really bad shows on Amazon, in my opinion. So I'm not... What other shows? I don't know. There's Zombieland. There's, like, there's a whole list of shows that just look god-awful. So John would be in the class of laggards. And have you ever heard of this? No. So there's an innovation adoption life cycle. I learned about this in marketing. Okay. Um, in my last marketing class for my, like, poor man's master's. And so they're, like, innovators, early adopters, like, the early majority, a late majority in the laggards. And the laggards are the ones who don't want to actually buy into, like, any change and flexibility. I like change. Do you? I do like change. I want AMC shows. No, I'm just saying they have (laughs) higher quality shows that I'm used to. That's so stupid. That's not true. No, I'm saying this show, Transparent, could look mm-hmm. good. I'm just saying overall from what I've seen from Amazon. Yeah. It's also like communities coming back on Yahoo. I don't yeah. want to fuck with Yahoo and watch <laughs> community. I don't trust Yahoo yet. Why? Yahoo, Yahoo. <laughs> See, I would be one of them early adopters. I'd be like, holy shit, Yahoo's putting out shows. This is a great opportunity for all of us to make shows. Okay. Nah. I get what you're saying. You know, okay, so this, sorry, this is a tangent, but we have a new, what was a one, who was an early, or I guess a late majority, but early adopter for 2014 Twitter? Think parental. Who pops Malin? Ooh. So guess what other parent jumped on the Twitter bandwagon today? Ooh, hold on, hold on. Someone in the Gomez clan. This, you, won't, you won't get it. Okay, then what are you asking me for? <laughs> but I thought it was really interesting that two parents are now on Twitter. Adam's dad, Mr. Glenn Holman, nice. is on Twitter. And he tweets about things such as Spaghetti Mondays, <laughs> which inspired our Snapchat earlier. Nice. So he ended up getting 12 new followers because our entire department followed nice. him today. So one might say that Mr. Glenn Holman is an early adopter of Twitter. 
for his demographic. That's pretty dope. That's pretty badass. I like that. So, okay. What else do we got? Uh, let's get into some more questions here from uh, fan questions. Mm -hmm. I have one. Uh, which one do I want to go to next? Uh, you'll like this one. This comes oh. from Laura in Toronto. Okay. She asks, what will happen first? The Leafs win a Stanley Cup or John's hand stopping clammy? <laughs> Oh, thanks, Laura. Hard to say. Hard to say. The Leafs haven't won a Stanley Cup since the '60s, and my hands have been clammy since like '98. <laughs> since I had puberty. Uh, I feel like we can make this year uh, less clam-free. Clam-free year. So I'm hoping John's hands actually absorb their moisture, or we'll just constantly put talcum powder in John's pockets. Yeah, I feel like I can. I feel like I could get needles in my hands to clear Something. up the clammy before the, the, the Leafs win a Stanley yeah. Cup. I don't know. Do you get nervous when you have to shake people's hands? If I know they're clammy, yeah. When you meet my family and you have to shake hands, do you get clammy and nervous? Uh, I don't get clammy and nervous because of that. Sometimes I just... Sometimes you get clammy because yeah. you're nervous. Sometimes you get clammy just because you're living life to the fullest, you know? Oh, okay. Uh... But, oh, my God, when I know my hands aren't clammy, I'm shaking everyone's hand. Like, that's when I'm most, like, <laughs> that's when I'll shake your hand. That's when I'll pat your back. That's when I'll rub your legs. I'll <laughs> poke your nose. <laughs> but if I got a clammy hand, I'll just give you, like, the Howie Mandel fist bump. So this was actually coming off that question from Laura. Uh, what else happened last week? Leafs. Leafs, oh, they fired their head Whoa. coach. I feel like everyone's jumping on the Senators bandwagon. Firing yeah, their, like, seriously. Just remember... The Senators fired coaches before it was cool, so totally. like, fuck everybody else. Well, there was a very, um, what you might call it, hard hour where we thought that the Leafs would pick up Paul McLean. Yeah, I'll lose my shit and stop being a hockey fan if the Leafs pick up Paul McLean. No. I don't think they will. I think they're trying to go after Detroit's Mike Babcock. He can't go there. Well, I know. That's your guy, too, right? Yeah, I love Detroit. But you know what they should do if they want Mike Babcock can't get him. You get the second best thing, which is Paul McLean, who was the assistant exactly. coach under Mike Babcock. But then I wouldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't watch Paul McLean. It'd be too hard. No, it'd be like sleeping with the enemy or something. Would be like, like sleeping with the enemy. I'd have to like change the height of my towels. Yeah, that would not be good. You don't even know that reference. The height of my towels? Yeah. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> Remember in Sleeping with the Enemy? Julia Roberts was always scared of her husband because oh, he was so yes. OCD. Oh yes, you showed me. You showed me. And this. so like. He had this thing where if the towels weren't hung evenly, he'd get, like, really angry and, like, hit her. My God. Yeah, I remember you showing This remember? thing was crazy. Yeah. And so, like, I always get nervous when our towels are uneven. I got to tell you, today we're spot on for, for segues because mm -hmm. I want to shout out our toilet right now real quick. <laughs> our to we have the craziest fucking toilet I've ever seen. You know, so uh, I think it was after your birthday yeah because so many people were using the washroom on your birthday we you only have one bathroom yeah we were at a house party but the day after your birthday the toilet whenever you'd flush the the nozzle would stay down and then yeah. like you'd have to manually push, it, push up. it up for the water to come back in the bowl yeah and so this happened and then we contacted our landlord or whatever the the yeah, super. super they came in fixed it for us which was great and then three weeks goes by and i noticed that like or a week goes by or some shit no, it was Halloween this happened after Halloween. Yeah. Because then two weeks go by or whatever. Um, and then it started not working again just randomly. I'm like, God damn it. Like the thing, I got to flip it up manually. I should go tell the super. And then I go back to the toilet later that night and it worked. You know what's so crazy about this damn toilet? <laughs> no. It works so well under pressure because fast forward <laughs> to your birthday when everyone's over here. I'm like, oh, God, I hope 
the toilet's working because I don't want to tell people you got to flip the, the nozzle. Yeah. Your whole birthday, not once did that fucking nozzle stay down. <laughs> Two days after your birthday, once it wouldn't come back up. Yeah. We have a dinner party. I'm like, oh, no, we're having a dinner party. I hope her toilet, toilet worked perfectly. Six <laughs> days after that, once it didn't work. So I'm like, shout out the toilet that, like, works great under pressure. <laughs> right? Or is it that people just recognize that the flush didn't go up and they <laughs> manually do it themselves? No, because a lot of times like, it just works for me nicely. You're so weird. I actually, I was walking home and I remember that. So I wrote it down in a text message to Sean. I wrote toilet <laughs> pressure and bowl smoke. You texted that to Sean? Well, I wrote it. I didn't hit send. I just wrote it down. Can you hit send and see what Sean says? <laughs> no. <I don't. laughs> um... So here, let me do another question real quick, and then we get... I know, let's do a... Wait. You want to do a headline? Let's do a headline, yeah. Okay, so think about all the time you've ever been drunk. Yep. I'm drunk right now. Okay. None of us have ever actually been, um, which you would call, arrested for being drunk. I've been thrown in the drunk toxic tank at a club and held there against my will, (laughs) but that's about it. Um, (laughs) What you would call it, but... Uh, what do you think is the most amount of alcohol, or what do you think is the most, the largest amount of liquid somebody could consume to be pulled over for drunk driving? Isn't it like .08 or something like that? Okay. So, no, 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 that's the, that's what you have to be, if you blow anything higher than .8, you're screwed, I think. So wait, what's the most anyone's ever been pulled over for? Yeah. I don't know, like five? Okay, I don't know the number, but (laughs) I also equally don't know how that works, right? So why would you ask that question? What do you think, what other liquid could one get drunk off of besides alcohol? Oh, you can drink, uh, you can drink the mouthwash, you can drink like, uh, I don't know, all kinds of like household cleaners. Okay, so this woman named Caroline Kessel was arrested for allegedly drunk driving after drinking vanilla extract. Ooh. So think about how you make your cupcakes and everything. Mm-hmm. So she was arrested on January 5th after she erratically drove into a Walmart parking lot Jesus. Um, in New York. Uh, her blood alcohol level at the time of her arrest was 0.26, three times the illegal lim- limit. Jesus. Um, and so apparently the actual alcohol level in vanilla extract is 41%. Holy shit, that seems like a lot, isn't it? 41%? Yeah. So I think the weird thing is, was remember um, what you call it? Your sister was like, oh, I really like cherry Coke and you can't find it anywhere. It was yeah. cherry, right? Right, yeah. Um. So this person was like, oh, it just smells like any vanilla drink, like vanilla Coke or vanilla Pepsi. Mm-hmm. They really like the taste of it. So she thought if she just threw that down, she'd be good to go. Yeah. Um. Wow. So either way, uh, Kessel was charged with a felony and she was remanded to the county jail on a $10,000 cash or $20,000 bond. Sure. Um, escape. This is a picture of her. Let's see what she looks Oh, she looks like <laughs> she looks like someone who go to Two Cats with her friend Ferris <laughs> and all of them. Like us on the twenty fourth. Yeah. Right. I don't know why I was picturing like some old like suburban soccer driving mom or something. Like this one? Oh. That's actually her. <laughs> oh, that's... I read... I wanted to see what you would say. <laughs> yeah, well, she, well, I said something. She definitely looks like that, like a strung out yeah, older that's, person. I think I saw her... I think I read this headline, because I remember seeing that picture mm-hmm. of her. So this comes off like a sad headline from last week was, 
Uh, did you hear the one where somebody killed somebody with um, antibacterial hand sanitizer? No, I didn't hear this. Yeah, I think they, I can't remember how they did it, but they killed somebody with that. That's insane. Um, you got to be careful. Though. I mean, we don't, obviously we don't condone drinking and driving at all. No. But just because you're not drinking beer or spirit, just be careful out there. Just call yourself yeah. an Uber or something. Like, Definite come on, people. Uber like, it. Like, let's get our shit together. So the one thing I wanted to say that you brought up yesterday or, like, earlier last week that I was like, this was another segue after something you previously just said. Okay. Um, which you're going to call it, was... You said how cool would it be knowing that we have so many downloads now in Toronto and like consistently the number just keeps um, increasing weekly, yeah. which is fantastic. If somebody actually recognized us in yes. the city, which I think is like, I'm hoping that day finally like happens like eventually where it's like, oh, obviously like Toronto could mean the GTA. So we yeah. don't know where like these hundreds of downloads are happening, Yeah, but it would be really awesome to be like somebody recognized us from the cover art and were fans yeah. of the podcast. Like I thought today it might happen because this girl, was, I was walking to Lombla's to go get stuff to make dinner. And this girl's like, excuse me, excuse me. Ooh. And I was like, oh, hi. Right. And she's like, um, she's like, I don't know how to ask this. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, and oh, I was yeah. like, so excited. She's like, do you know where Gould Street is? I'm like, oh, bitch, oh, please. Bitch, please. <laughs> but I got so excited because I was crazy. like, I wonder if she would recognize us, even though we weren't wearing anything or I wasn't wearing anything that I was wearing in the cover art. Mm -hmm. I just thought it would be really cool if somebody recognized yeah. us. Yeah, if someone recognizes us on the street and comes up and says you're a fan at 605, yeah. uh, we'll give us your address there and we'll, email, we'll mail you a Watch Your Dog shirt. Yeah, and but, a million dollars and everything in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, but you can't be a friend of ours or know no. us because then fuck off. And and I'm looking at you like dollars. Maddie or something yeah. like that. Um, do you want to get into maybe a new segment right now? Sure. How about we play a game called, Is That a Thinker or a Stinker? Hey, hey yo, what you think, baby? Is that a thinker? No, dog, that's a stinker. P-U. Okay, so I thought this would be good, because I always like to say my Twitter or Facebook statuses, and either, most of the time you're like, oh, that sucks, but sometimes you'll say that's a good one. Yeah. So It's generally what Bobby likes. Yeah. I like the same. So I'm going to say some of my uh, tweets from this week. Okay. You tell me if you think they're thinkers or stinkers. Okay. Okay, here's the first one. This one was five days ago. Okay. So did you hear Johnny Mac retired from baseball? No. He retired. Aww. As a Blue Jay? No, just retired. Aww. So I wrote, sad to hear Johnny Mac retired. Even sadder that the Blue Jays' biggest moment of the last 10 years is a utility player's home run on Father's Day. Aww. I like that one because so I know the reference. Yeah, it's a thinker. He basically, yeah. Johnny Mac is like this... Utility player who never, he wasn't that good. He was great defense. Yeah. But his dad died, and two days later on Father's Day, he hit a home run. Aww. That's more of a sad thing. That's a That's sad a thing. one. That's, That's not a, a good one. I know. Way to drop the ball All right. starting Here, this segment. Here's a good one. This okay. is also five days ago. Okay. I'm a fan of people who start sentences with Webster's Dictionary defines something as. Yeah. That's just a statement. So, oh, so it's not even a stinker or a thinker, it's just a statement? Yeah, that's just out there. There okay. has to be, like, a moot. A moot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's something that happens on, people on Twitter do this a lot. You know, like, uh, the mass symbol for greater than or less than? Yeah. People will always be like, let's if they're talking about, like, rappers, like, nah, it's greater than sign than Biggie. Yeah. So I did, 
Oh, God. This you can already is... tell it's a stinker when you laugh at your own dumbass This jokes. is from four days ago. I okay. wrote hashtag drugsies, hashtag Boston pizza, hashtag New York fries, greater than everything. Everything else, sorry. <laughs> you liked it. Okay. Uh, I guess that's good. That's a thinker then. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Why fun. is it a thinker? I don't think of that. Only because it, it, it rhymes. Oh, okay. Thinker means good. <laughs> um... Uh, what else do we have here? Um, that might be... That's it. Oh, wait, no. Here, This one was one day ago. Okay. I fight the urge every day not to make a said no one ever joke. Huh? So another big thing on Twitter is people will be like, oh, I love minus 30 degree weather, said no one ever. Oh, uh, okay. So people make these said no one ever jokes. And I always think of them too. So how many people liked your tweets? Uh, that one got zero. <laughs> These are tweets. I, it's harder to get retweets. How did, how many like your Johnny Mac one? Um, nobody. <laughs> um, so some might say these are all stinkers. <laughs> okay, here, let me, tr- let me go try some Facebook statuses then okay. from this week. And we'll see if I got any actual likes. Some of those were all right. I had the, the best tweet walking home the other day. Which one? I completely forgot what it was. Oh, okay. Okay, here's a here's a good one. Here's a good one. This one's from Tuesday at 3.39 p.m. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Today's forecast. High of cold as balls with a low of cold as fuck. <laughs> Thinker or stinker? Nah, it's okay. It's an all right one? Yeah. How about Monday at 9.19 p.m.? This one got seven likes. Hope everyone's having a happy and safe bachelor premiere party. <laughs> what day was that on, though? That was last Monday when we were watching The Bachelor. No, but what else was on that day? Oh, the hockey junior. The ho- yeah, world junior hockey. <laughs> world junior hockey. And here's the last one of, is that a thinker or a stinker? Mm-hmm. First sub of the year got me feeling 18 again. That's okay. That's all right. See, you picked the good ones. That's the last week of mine. <sighs> Anyways, that's how you play. Was that a thinker or a stinker? Hey, yo, what you think, baby? Was that a thinker? No, dog. That's a stinker. P-U. So, the one other thing was, while we came back last week, we ended up actually finishing two series. Oh, yeah. I don't so, remember which ones, though. What? How do you not remember saying bye to your high school friends uh, and going to watch the newsroom, which I thought was actually very topical after seeing Nightcrawler? Yeah, go for it. Friday Night Lights, I felt like the worst thing ever. I actually made you wait over a week to watch that because I didn't want to say bye to the series. Yeah. Which I am going to make you actively download season one and season two again. You made me wait longer to watch the finale than Julie Taylor made Saracen wait to have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long I waited to watch that finale. <laughs> Uh, I thought the finale was great. It definitely it got rated really well. Yeah. It made me feel like everybody. It was kind of like Sons of Anarchy, where you got to say bye to all the most important characters, and they didn't drag out any of the drama. But it was enough that you didn't know what maybe was gonna happen in the last episode. For sure. Um, it was nice that they brought back all the main characters that you cared about from like the first few seasons. Yeah. And then they did little things like if they couldn't bring back the character, like Jason Street, they put a close up of his name on like um in the locker room and yeah. stuff like that, which I really liked. Yeah. Um so so sad. I was like 
literally, like, I cannot even believe I don't get to see Saracen in his blue sweater anymore. I know. Uh, yeah, I like the finale a lot, too. We blew through that show pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's good when you can find a show that we both really like. And yeah. It's great because the show had been over for a few years, so we were able to watch all five seasons like, yeah. whenever we wanted to. For sure. When did we start that? Uh, I think we started it. Maybe in October or something. I think like I so. feel like we we gave it a good amount of time. Like yeah. it quickly became like the weekend watching. For sure. Where it's like, oh let's watch this or like the odd like Monday or Tuesday night or something yeah. like that. But hard to see that go. Newsroom is sad to see go. I felt although Newsroom season one great. Newsroom season two, meh. Yeah. First three episodes of Newsroom season three, meh. Yeah. The last three episodes are pretty good. Yeah, I don't understand like Last three episodes, although your dad gave us a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Um, what you would call it? It's still like even past the spoiler was pretty awesome kind of thing. Like I thought it was like this is where Aris and Sorkin brought his A game in writing. Yeah. And then it was really great to see how the characters all came together, which I thought was nice. For sure. So it was kind of like, why the hell did you only do six episodes? This could have been, like, spaced out over another six episodes. Yeah, they could have done at least eight to ten episodes. Yeah, they could have done a full season, like... And I feel like they could still come back for a new... Like, two years down the line, why not? Like Maybe. But What is it? Aaron Sorkin said on an article I read once was that... He said that the only he'll never do television again, mm. and that his only claim to fame series was the West the Wing. The West Wing. Yeah, which yeah. I never watched, but it's because he doesn't know how to write good female characters. No, well, sorry, he can write good female characters, but he just writes some of them really poorly too. Like Maggie, oh, she's so bad that she makes even like because I like Max, she was good. Yeah. Even uh, what's her face? Sloane. Sloane was was a good character. But Maggie, I hated her so much that it made me be She's like... She's the worst. Yeah. I can't even believe Jim ends up with her. Yeah, spoiler. Oops. Why my I, voice like this? No, But you know what? I equally think Aaron Sorkin can't write females because Mac and Sloane were nuts in the first two seasons. That's true. He does make them a little nuts. He makes them so crazy. And it's just like, oh, the only way... Like, I was happy that Mac got promoted and everything. Spoiler. Oops. <laughs> I won't talk anymore. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, it's just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He didn't do... Um, like, they weren't all romantic choices and stuff like that. Like, he actually gave these three women, like, definitive, like, career milestones and stuff like that to dictate their futures on the series. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I liked it. So, I'm going to take a second now because Val just ran to the kitchen to fix the lasagna or move it around or something like that. So I mentioned earlier that um, one of my favorite bands is Guster. I mentioned an earlier podcast, and their new album actually comes out today, this Tuesday, and they're going to be the band of the week this week. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about them because they I emailed them asking if I could play a song and promote them on the podcast, and they got back to me and said, yeah, that'd be great, and uh, we really appreciate it. <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm <coughs> just coughing on my own spit. Ew. But a great way to... I'm just going <coughs> to promote Guster real quick. Then we can do a few more minutes and end this thing. Yeah, man. So their new album is called Evermotion. It's their first new album in like three or four years. Okay. They usually take about four years to do an album. And I read it's because they have like uh, they all have families with little kids and they want to spend more time with their family rather than like yeah. touring and all this stuff. But the new album, uh, I pre-ordered it back in the summer. And since I pre-ordered it, I actually got it. They sent it to me early. And it's fantastic. If you're a fan of Guster, this is up there with some of their best albums. Yeah. And it's just so great. Like, they have a couple, like, there's the main singer, they have another lead singer, 
the drummer plays drums with his hands. It's good, like acoustic, uh, pop, folky, rock, slow, like it's a little bit of everything. And I really, really like this album, Evermotion. I highly recommend it. Check it out on like iTunes mm-hmm. or YouTube or something like that. Have you listened to it? I yet? listened to it. Like you had it, like five of the songs, I guess, downloaded yeah. when we would go commuting and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like really, really good. It was very reminiscent of some of the tracks off the um, second last album. To oh, me. yeah, yeah. Um, Ganging Up on the Sun, I think. Yeah. And so I really liked it. Uh, I like Guster a lot. I love. When they do like strip down acoustic stuff a bit more, um, what you might call it, yeah. Yeah, um, and they're going on like a big North America. Well, right now it's big U.S. tour. They announced all these dates. They're not coming to Toronto yet. So, Guster, if you're listening, please come back to Toronto because we had a lot of I fun. I know. Although I would want to see them in like a Boston again. Yeah, we saw them play uh, a show with Jeff Garland. And, so funny. Uh, like basically like string quartets. It was like a, so cool. It was so much fun. So, guys, check them out. We never steer you wrong with music or albums. No. And these guys, I believe it's an independent album. So if you buy their music, mm-hmm. it goes right to them and it helps support their family and touring and all this stuff. It's not going to some big record label. No. And they are top five favorite. I can never say they're my favorite band because I have like five fa- all-time favorite. Yeah. Guster, Big Rex, Slash Thornley, The Darkness, Beach Boys, and Jamiroquai. Ooh. Those are all like my fa- five favorite. Yeah. So anytime one of these bands puts out a new album, I'm going to promote it. And Guster is so cool. So. I agree. I'm so glad you introduced me to them. Um. <laughs> I'm so glad you lied about saying you knew them when we first I met. had to land you. Yeah. <laughs> you had to land me. You had me at hello. Oh, oh, shucks. That's why I had to lie and say I knew in Amsterdam. Exactly. Um, what you gonna call it? But yeah, no, it was like really, really great listening to that album. I'm excited to hear the rest of it. Um, mm-hmm. just past those five songs. Um, but yeah, I think this week should be like a really fun week coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, I have a party on Thursday. Do you? <laughs> yeah, one of our um, what you gonna call it? One of my friends and one of. Um, one of our bosses and mentors uh, just quit. Oh, okay. Um, so we were probably doing her unofficial official party on Thursday at our work. So jam session nice. and regular things. So we're moving it from Wednesday to Thursday. So that should be fun. So are you doing, should I get my own dinner? N- I don't know. Here's the question. If you do that and you're doing dinner or something, yeah. this might be the week I go back and fuck with some McDonald's. Oh, I don't you're know. You're on your own. I so don't it's know. Okay. I don't. Or, or I also have a craving for pie toms, though. That's fine. So, but let me know if obviously if you'll be back. Yeah. We can do our own. Di- we can fuck with some dinner. I together. probably won't be back, so you can definitely do your own. Maybe I'll get a Cali's. No. Maybe I'll get South Street Burger. No, you won't. You I don't know, know where it is. is. No. So. Okay. Well, we've come up on an hour. I just wanted. Let's do like maybe two more quick questions. Sure. Then end this thing because I'm hungry and you're yeah. hungry. So this one comes from Joe in Winnipeg. Ooh, what and up in the peg? The peg. Joe asks, would you climb a giant beanstalk? Ooh. Um, I would because I have no tact. So I wouldn't be worried about what's at the top of it. See, my answer is like a big hell to the no. I don't, Why? I don't know what the hell's up there. You're not on my survivor team. No, they're going to be like some damn giant. How imaginative of you. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I don't mind change, but I don't like the unknown. And climbing up a beanstalk. What if it happens if there's like a big gust of wind? You're 100 feet in the air. And you go like, outside every day. That's the unknown. 
Yeah, but there's a there's a difference between like walking to uh, Cali sandwiches on like a Friday, yeah. and climbing up a beanstalk that's like goes up into uh, the clouds. Remember that day we walked outside and a giant gingerbread man was like aimlessly walking outside and gonna kill us. That's true. So well, then yeah. maybe maybe we uh, we can climb a beanstalk <laughs> together. Okay. Okay, I think I got one more from a fan here. This one is from Kate in Chicago. Give it up. Kate, what? I don't know. Give up your V-card. No. Kate in Chicago. <coughs> can I get through one question without you interrupting me? Don't even make me slap. You're me. lucky you're far away or I give you clam hands. Good. Kate in Chicago asks, can money buy happiness? Uh, buys me clothes from anthropology. <laughs> Does that make those, you happy? Those make me happy. Uh, yeah, no. I think for me, I've always been big on this, like, while I do enjoy making a good salary and stuff like that, to me, it's not just about salary. It's equally doing things that you love that are very important. So, well, I do think uh, money is great and buys me things like funky shirts from anthropology and iPads and <laughs> stuff that I can look up shirts from anthropology. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. What about you? Well, as a so-called rich white guy. Yeah. Self-proclaimed Self-proclaimed rich. rich. I'm yeah. definitely not a rich guy, and I'm definitely not white. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, well, it can make you, you can buy something that'll make you happy. Money can buy, it can obviously buy happiness. Yeah. Can it keep you happy is the real question. Oh. And I think if I had a million dollars, I'd be probably pretty happy. Yeah. Because if, if I'm not, if I'm not happy and I have a million dollars, you know what I can do? What? I can go on the internet, fuck with some people, or I can marry my damn cats. <laughs> See, this is all about... You wouldn't even have cats. No. Really? But I, would get, I would pay for some pussy. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would I had to. You Your set mom me up. is going to listen to You set to me up. No, I didn't. You, you just, made that whole thing. You wrote on, 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 on your little chalkboard, <laughs> say pay for pussy. No, I you didn't. You clearly wrote that. Ow. No, I didn't. But you did talk about masturbating write. mothers at one point in your life. Ow. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Sure. If I was two inches taller than you... Two, so, okay, two inches taller than me, yes. Would you still date me? Um, how good is your personality? <laughs> if I am me, yeah. but two inches taller than you, would you still date me? Two inches isn't that big of a deal, yes. And like I said, on a, on a good hair, I can push my hair up. <laughs> my hair can go up two inches easily. <laughs> so... It push my hair up a little bit and put a little lift in my feet. I'm instantly an inch and a half taller than you. Okay, but if I always wear heels, would you still date me? Yeah, yeah. Are I you would. a man who likes things like me being shorter than you? No. Know? Obviously, I'm not. I'm not that guy who wears flannel shirts who cuts you wood and just like, oh, Rapunzel, throw down your damn hair. <laughs> Here's my question to you. I'm. She's <laughs> the exact same question. I'm two two inches shorter <laughs> than you. Would you date me? <laughs> The answer is no. <laughs> let's just say how tall are you now? Five six. Okay, so five six. If you're if you're let's say you're six one, I'm five eleven, would you date me? Yes. You're five six, I'm five four, would you date me? No. Oh! <laughs> Hi, you're finding people uh, uh, when you're uh, six uh, one. Uh, right? Damn, truth bombs being dropped. Whatever. <laughs> you know what my thing is? What's is that? that um, what can I call? It? I don't wear a lot of heels, so it's okay. But I feel like you and I are the perfect height for things because when yeah. I do wear heels, I'm the exact same height as you. And then you're a little bit shorter with heels. Oh uh, no! 
<laughs> You're five six. Yeah. Are you wearing four inch heels? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 5'10". No, you're not. A hair over 6 on a good day. How did you go from 5'10 to a hair over 6? We established my hair can go 2 inches. <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay. I have to go check on those ideas. And that is a good way to end this week's <laughs> podcast. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the band of the week this week is Gooster, a.k.a. Guster. And their new album, Evermotion, is out right now. So you guys go pick it up. It's fantastic. You won't regret it. And I really like this album because there's so many different like musical style of songs. It's not just like all acoustic or it's not just slow. Like every song seems like almost a different genre, which is a kind of a cool thing they did for this album. So it was tough to pick a song, but this week's song of the week by the band of the week is Endlessly by Guster off of their Evermotion album. So let's give it a listen. Let me know what you guys think. So all the ways to get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live605. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp, Val's at ValGomez23. And download, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes to help us get more traction and notice and download. We appreciate that. And then since Val's in the kitchen, you go to live65.podomatic.com and hit the PayPal account. Everything's you heard that, she would have yelled at me. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. That's Val in the kitchen. Be easy.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.